Hello beautiful listeners, welcome back to the season 2 of People's History and I'm Jyoti Ranjan. Today we have with us a special guest, Mr. Narun Lungeli. Hi Narun. Hi Jyoti, hi. Hi everyone who is listening. Uh, yeah. So Narun uh and all the listeners, Narun lives in Israel. He's originally from India. I'd like Narun to introduce himself. Narun, why don't you introduce yourself to the audiences? Uh thank you thank you very much Jyoti and uh, it was pleasure that you gave an opportunity uh yeah. to have a talk with you and to connect throughout the world through you. Yeah of course. So uh uh basically uh, myself uh, I am from India and in a state of West Bengal there is a district called Darjeeling and I was born there and I was brought up there only and I, I got my education there and after that I did my higher education in uh, South Tamil Nadu. and after that uh, struggling for my career i uh, ran one private school there in india and it was quite good but then to uh, our place is located in such a place that uh, there was a lot of uh, political disputes and all so we had to face a lot of problem so uh, almost around 7 to 8 years i worked as a principal of the school after that uh, i joined politics <laughs> and then <laughs> what uh, how i decided to come to israel right now i'm in israel so uh, so uh, to make a career i wanted to go somewhere out of my place so first thing and i chose was israel so i'm in israel so this is the story in short anything you want to know more about me i'll tell in brief yeah sure so now uh, could you tell us about like we'll go step by step through the story of your life so could you okay, first sure. tell us like how you were born and how you were raised and how you grew up your the early days ah, of okay. your life okay ah, okay thank you once again uh, i am from india and uh, in a state of west bengal i was born there is a district called darjeeling and uh, most uh, most of the people knows that uh, uh, darjeeling tea is the number one tea in the world yeah. so yeah. in a, in a re- remote place of the garden i was born and uh, it is quite remote place it is a tea garden area and i was born there and uh, i i i was brought up there and i did my uh, schooling in my own place after that uh, i did my higher education to uh, in different states of india so uh, this is the story i was born there you know yeah so and i also, like to tell all uh, uh, sorry to me? interrupt you yes yeah, sorry sorry uh, pardon me could you tell again Yeah sorry to interrupt you as i said that i was born in a tea garden is uh, known as uh, darjeeling tea is known as the number one tea of uh, uh, the world so i would like to uh, request all your viewers to have a taste once yeah. the tea of darjeeling and i know everyone knew about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i would like to say to all our listeners that darjeeling is one of the most beautiful places in the world it's the place where himalayas meet uh the plains or the place where you can enjoy the himalayas without having to face the icy cold so if someone wants to really go to one of the most beautiful and clean places in india then darjeeling is one of those places and yeah a lot of tourists come there from all over the world and it has had a good uh, british presence during the british times the british also developed it a lot and it's like one of the most beautiful places and i would personally like to go and live there maybe for years when i'm old or something like yeah. that 
Yeah, you are almost welcome. And Dazzling, it's a, a hilly areas and it's a it's a tourist spot. You know, lots of people around the world do come there and visit. And most important thing is that uh, there is a railway station in the hilly areas. And I think in India, it is the it is in the highest altitude. It is called Goom Railway Station. Yeah, and many more are there. Come sunrise, sunset, Tiger Hill is there, and different mm. you know, Eric Lake is there. And uh, I think there are. Uh, in Darjeeling uh, now uh, in West Bengal Darjeeling is not only the district before it was only Darjeeling district now mm. Kalimpong has been made uh, so there are different beautiful places uh, the beauty of nature if you want to uh, enjoy it you can visit Darjeeling anytime in mm. in, in the year yeah and you are most welcome yeah so Narun uh, if i may ask so when you were growing up what did you see like what were your parents doing and what was your ambition when you were a kid when you were a small child ah when i was a small child uh, i i i dreamed of becoming a lawyer you know a successful lawyer mm. because uh, because the in our place environment was such that uh, you know the people when we see uh, senior people growing up and senior people seeking the career most of the uh, people's they uh, seek uh, lawyer as a profession so and as i was good in debate as well at the time in my school years so anywhere i participated in the debate uh, i used to want a trophy i used to excel in any debate i was uh, participating in those time so uh, my parents uh, see something in me that uh, they also encourage me to seek for a higher education to become a successful lawyer but unfortunately uh, when i uh, completed my secondary schools uh, icsc uh, which is called indian service secondary education uh, my much uh, interested was focused on science and mathematics especially mathematics mm. drew a lot of attentions on me so mm. i seek uh, Uh, mathematics as my major subject and thereby my you know my interest on learning science and mathematics uh, went on and i completed my uh, msc in pure maths and applied maths so this is the way i uh, continued my uh, academic career yeah and you mentioned that you went to the southern part of india in the state of tamil nadu so which uh, university did you go to and Could you tell us something about uh, that? There, there. Actually, I went to uh, Annamalai University, and uh, wow. I did my uh, post graduation there. And after that, after that, I mm. came back to my place. And you know that uh, in my place, it's uh, as I told you, uh, repeated time. It is a remote place, and there is a lack of uh, good quality education in those times. Now it is not. Now it is yeah. not. It is more advanced now. But in those times, mm. lack of education was there. Even they are the. Childrens of our uh, village were very smart and intelligent, but then too they have uh, you know a career counselling was lagging somewhere behind there. So I choose to become uh, I choose to impart education to all those peoples in a very very low rate at that times. So I did wow. it, and some of the students uh, I hmm. taught, and some of the students who grew up uh, studying in my school now they are in good ranks. Now some are in police department, some are in engineering department. So this so. these things i did uh, after my education there wow that's pretty amazing and i would like to hail you for that that's such an amazing yeah, job you. because because thank in you. all of india there are like so many remote areas because in india there are few big cities but most of yeah. the people still live in the rural areas and uh, i'd like to share with my audiences that i was born in a small village in the eastern part of india in the state of odisha and in okay. my village also 
uh, there was no electricity there were no roads nothing it, it was like how do i say it i was lucky that i grew a bit far away from that place and i used to visit during summer vacation and till 10th oh, standard or till 12th standard there was no electricity there was no road nothing wow like, it was difficult to reach my village like if you uh, can convince the auto driver to go there it's a big deal <laughs> no one would go there i remember when i would go there by train i would get out of the station and then nobody is willing to go there nobody uh, will i can i there's can no relate road. that <laughs> say, there's no road how do you expect us to go <laughs> and i was like okay how do i explain them so yeah uh, yeah that's true. i can i can relate like that, that. accumulate that to different yeah. parts of villages around my place as well yeah. yeah but yeah i pretty much know because darjeeling is like much well off much more well off than places like say nodisha or bihar yeah. which are like even more backward like chatisgarh there it is like way much more behind yeah and uh. so when you came back to darjeeling you went on to teach and mentor the students out there and as you told us many of them went on to excel in their lives so yeah. what happened why did you leave that part that uh, actually life? you know actually pretty behind mm-hmm. a long time but then too i want to brief in a short yeah you actually can... i belong you know Take your time. Yeah, yeah 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 okay. and uh, on educated uh, you know a uh, remote village how you can uh, imagine their uh, education was not uh, uh, the priority at i want to focus now yeah, is yeah, in yeah. my then mm, now i am not uh, naran i think there's a small yeah naran we are back so you are telling us about uh, how you transitioned from being a teacher ah. yeah ah, okay so you know uh, in that time uh, in my place let me uh, tell you something uh, mm-hmm. a bit of it about my place so darjeeling where i'm uh, where i was born so it is a place uh, maximum of uh, gorkhas are there and uh, those gorkhas uh, so we have a demand you know even though uh, we have given lot of sacrifices to build the nation and we have a big hand in uh, fighting for the independence of india when uh, it was ruled by the british uh, britishers at the time so uh, so even there is a problem amongst uh, the gorkhas uh, in india what is that we have some identity crisis you know sometimes our faces our faces uh, gets uh, uh, some people say that we are from nepal oh some people call nepali and some people call us chinese uh, so different type acts we are given there uh, in still still mm. in different metropolitan as well when we visit and travel we are given that act so identity crisis was there even we are the uh, uh, permanent resident citizens of india but then mm. too when we travel to different places still we are given that tax mm. there was there was a uh, there was a struggle there was a big political struggle in 1980s mm. so due to uh, identity crisis uh, i think in the year 1907 only there was a demand raised uh, by the political and non political parties of that era with the government of india that there should be some uh, separate uh, state or separate uh, uh, ut whatever so that uh, the cri- identity crisis will get safeguard 
within the constitution of india it is not a separatist movement but we mm. want to be uh, with yeah. the india but then to we have to have some kind of identity crisis like punjab yeah like punjabi so punjabi mm. they have their punjab assamese and mm. assams so mm. bengali is west bengal so uh, when it comes to gorkhas so actually we were uh, so much uh, ill treated still still there is uh, ill treatment for gorkhas in india uh, even though we have a lot of sacrifice uh, and we are also in a uh, in a track of uh, giving our best to uh, developing india yeah so, and also there's a saying that gorkhas are the best warriors in the indian army yeah. gorkhas yeah 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 so even you know there is a uh, they are, they are very brave and they are very honest and mm. they are very honest what they do and so uh, it the first demand year 1907 in that era with uh, from the uh, from then political uh, parties and non political parties so it went on struggling went on 100 and uh, even 100 years went by so nothing happened so nobody gave us justice so in the year uh, 1980 in the 80s again there was a big uh, political movement there uh, there was a big protest uh, Uh, towards the uh, government of india and to the government of west bengal to draw their attention that we are in injustice so that time lot of uh, brutal killing was done by the crfs and all so a lot of brutal killings were there so again uh, in the year 1988 uh, forcefully uh, we were uh, the political leaders of that time were uh, they were convinced to accept dgsc then dgsc darjeeling gorkha hill council so uh, that time uh, the main political party was uh, led by mr subhas gising so so uh, i think in the year up till uh, from 1988 uh, we got dgsc from the uh, tripartite meeting from the tripartite uh, from the west government of west bengal and the uh, civil government of india so both of the government convinced gorkhas to uh, uh, receive this dgsc uh, at that time yeah. so again what happened it didn't give justice so all the people were not satisfied with this demand again in the year 2017 again there was another political party who again raised the same issues of workaland we want a separate state within the framework of indian constitution so that was my time you know in 80s my father was uh, an act- he was activist at that time he was very active role in uh, demanding this uh, separate state gorkhaland he went to jail he was prison for several months he gave his all uh, uh, sacrifices on this uh, struggle so in the year 2007 it was my time so it was my time i was uh, at the time i was running the school and i was in a peak of my uh, career you know i was in i was in a peak of my career at the time which year But, was it again which year was it again it was in the year 2017 okay Okay. It was in That's the year really 2017. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. Let me correct. It is in the year 2007. Okay, yeah. It was in the year 2007 again. Hmm. After 100 years, then the first uh, demand for Gorkhaland was uh, raised. So it was in 1907. Again in 2007, it was raised uh, by the local political parties and uh, NGOs and all those uh, Gorkhas in India. It was not in particular region, Darjeeling region, but it was uh, national. you know it was a national issue so all the gorkhas from different parts of india because gorkhas do live in different parts of india mm. and the population of gorkhas is 
almost approx 1.5 crore in india so wow it was not only national wise but it was in all international wise we from we, we even though from israel from different parts of the world they supported this uh, agitation movement so mm, hello are you there hello hello Yeah, you are telling me that there was international support as well to the movement from Israel and other yeah, 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 yeah. International okay. support in a sense uh, because Gorkhas uh, they live in different parts of the world and in different parts mm-hmm. of India. So all their uh, uh, demand was a single point, uh, Gorkhaland, which is uh, under the framework of Indian Constitution uh, to safeguard the identity crisis of Gorkhas in India. So uh, 2007 again uh, it is started and uh, I was the main activist as well at the time because by profession I was working as a teacher in in the time. So what happens is that you know a lot of expectations were there because we were uh, in my areas we were those uh, like uh, we were educated fellows that time. So lots of people have expectations that uh, you are a educated person and you know what is wrong and right so you know because of the lot of expectations on me i also let uh, the movement at that time or from my reason so not from the that but uh, there is a, a place called uh, different you know different subdivisions are there so from uh, my place i represented as a leader so that i can uh, convince the west bengal government and central government for our demand is not uh, uh, you know anti Uh, anti-national demands. It is our demand, but for the justice of workers. So uh, you know, when I was uh, involved in this movement, I was very much busy, and my career was a little bit uh, hampered. You know, that time, uh, the one side the education and one side the politics it, it doesn't match. You know, it doesn't go parallel. Mm-hmm. So, so I stopped uh, my career as a teacher there, and I was totally involved on this politics, uh, trying to con. India and the West Bengal government that our demand are not uh, uh, demand out of Indian constitutions. So at the time, you know, different, uh, 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 you know, lot of uh, strikes were there and lot of uh, uh, violence were there. Even though uh, we chose to start a uh, agitation, non-violent agitations on the walkway of uh, Mr. Uh, late Mahatma Gandhi, our movement was totally non-violence. But then, too, because of some anti-social elements, uh, I can say now maybe it is a uh, through the from the part of uh, government, West Bengal government, central uh, government. I don't know what to say exactly, but the violent things happened, you know. So it affected a lot of uh, youths like me. It affected a lot of youths. Uh, so many youth carriers were, uh, you know, they uh, went to. they you know the government filed a case against them so you know uh, i and since i am only the son of my parents i have two sisters and they were both married and i am only the son of my parents so my responsibility they have already uh, grown up old so my responsibility was to look after my family also so till 2010 i think i gave my best of my best to that moment after that finally what i decided uh, to earn something for my family to give them some you know uh, a good life in their old age because they worked hard when i was doing my schooling and my college life they worked hard for me 
and they want to see me as a successful lawyer in the future but uh, unfortunately i could not become and uh, i could not become a lawyer so yeah hello yeah jyoti yeah so you are telling us how by 2010 your parents had expectations and that you needed yeah. to earn yeah you were not able since to become I, a lawyer yeah, yeah. yeah since i am since i am only the son of my parents so i had to do something so uh, i gave my all responsibilities to my uh, nearest friends at that time so uh, but i promised them that uh, wherever i be i will support the demand of gorkhaland at any cost so finally i decided to uh, give interviews in different countries so the most easiest i found was in israel you know the the interview uh, format and the Uh, everything that i tried uh, for my first time uh, in israel it was quite easy so thing in uh, in very short period of time i decided in a very short period of time because election was somewhere close to that time i think if i was there i would have been uh, nominated in some of the post out there but then too i decided myself to quit the politics and uh, i decided to Uh, do something for my parents so finally uh, i came to israel so this is the story why i came to israel okay so back then what was your first thing in your mind that you would go to israel and what was the intention what was the plan like i'll go to israel do this is this for a few years come back or what was the plan yeah. like what did you want to do yeah yeah Okay, let me be frank. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention you is that uh, even though uh, my academic uh, life was uh, different and my responsibility was there and my responsibility for my community was there, uh, even though you know there was uh, something inside me that uh, social activities was my passion at that time. When I was 16 years old, uh, at that time I just completed my tenth uh, out there, and there was some issues. Uh, in my place like uh, you know uh, a minority girl was beaten up very brutally by some of the uh, some of boys there so i was at at the age of 16 it it touched my heart so what i did is i fought with all those uh, people not uh, physically but then to you know so what i did uh, first of all uh, i took that uh, child to the hospital and i went for the collections and lot of people i i door to door i went uh, to ask the money to give her the treatment because she was from a very poor family so i think a lot of uh, my friends and lot of uh, villagers they supported me at that time and that encouraged me to work on this field uh, social field so uh, i finally uh, in a in expense of very big amount i cured her and she finally came well in her house so at the age of 16 a passion was there for me to walk mm-hmm. as a social activist so uh, my dream first when i was planning to come to israel was uh, definitely one thing was there because since i uh, i i was uh, somewhere uh, attached with this uh, academic so uh, you know uh, i was a i was a teacher by profession at the time so you know my plan uh, first of all i thought when i go to israel i have heard that um you know english language there is mostly uh, in israel we use hebrew everywhere 
for example even when i go to a specialist a skin specialist at that time when i have a problem of speaking hebrew at that time when i speak in english they uh, urge me to talk in hebrew so uh, you know okay they give emphasis on hebrews so it's very okay. difficult things because to you know to have a full pleasure of things in israel so uh, when i first planned to come to israel i thought okay i'll go there and maybe uh, i'll do uh, side earnings by teaching uh, uh, mathematics to some of the people because i have the knowledge of mathematics and i have a degree of mathematics maybe with this degree i can use something but it was just my dream you know <laughs> when i come to israel i realize how life goes here so uh, the, this is the thing and second thing and i thought because i knew that lot of our community peoples are there and i didn't heard about any social organization or any ngos in israel so and as we know that uh, not only in israel even uh, to, uh, in the most developed countries like america like different uh, bigger powerful countries a lot of uh, sometimes is i don't say in general but there are things that labor exploitation do have that is the fact nobody can ignore it so i thought let's mm. uh, I, uh, i was just trying to become a leader uh, in politics in india so i will use this experience and qualities in israel i will do something or i will run an ngo or I'll, i'll run social organization but whatever i do i'll do for the welfare of our communities in israel so i this were my plans first I thought maybe I use my degree to uh, teach something there and secondly uh, I was planning to have some angels and there my first dream was not come uh, came true but then to but my second dream as a social activities and to run angel it did came true hmm. okay wow yeah and you can tell us more about it so how did it go on how did you go ahead with that okay so uh Uh, so through your interview i would like to say a very bitter truths that uh, even uh, even though yeah. the israel israel uh, is a very good country and uh, the rules and regulations for the labels are uh, you know it's are good but uh, mm-hmm. thing what uh, let me talk about uh, india only because uh, since i am in from india so you know when the people they is most of the trades or the most of the uh, you know john where our migrant workers can work is caregiver so hmm. uh, the government of israel they have certain uh, f- uh, fees rate like uh, in order to bring some caregivers from uh, different parts of the country they have uh, fixed it almost around 2000 dollar around 2000 dollar that is by law hmm. but you know when, at that time when i come to israel or when other people are coming they are I think they are paying more than uh, somebody's are paying more than twelve thousand dollar, fourteen thousand dollar, fifteen thousand dollar. Come to Israel. Yeah, come just to Israel. To, yeah, just to come to Israel, they are paying such a huge amount, and it is a big. Okay, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I don't know from which part uh, this has been ignored, but as I regulations of Israel, it is not more than two thousand dollar, but people still still. yesterday today everybody is paying more than uh, somebody's are paying $15000 $13000 $14000 so this is the thing you know the people must uh, be aware of and take action against uh, this type of uh, fraud or uh, i don't know who is doing this but i think there is a big huge circle in this corruption but one has to raise a voice because we i being as a community of uh, community leader i tried several times to contact with indian embassy in israel 
I tried to contact with NGO of Israel. So this is a big issue for anyone who is trying to come to Israel. So when I come to Israel, I paid around uh, $10,000 at that time in the year 2011. I paid $10,000. Oh, that, that was huge amount in that time, you know. And uh, I came to Israel and I saw, you know, my first experience when I come to Israel is like uh, the, the, the day I came to Israel, I fall sick, you know. Uh, fever was there and continuous cold and cough was there and nobody was there to take care of me. And uh, luckily, uh, one of my friend, I think he's from Nepal. He took me into the taxi and took me to the hospital, uh, which is a, uh, what is that? It's called uh, Tela Somer Hospital, Siva Hospital, Siva Medical Center, I think. So I was taken there. Siva Medical Center. Yeah. Okay. Here I was taken okay. there. At that time. The so one year Ramadan? No, it is in Tel Aviv. In, in Tel Aviv. It's in Tel Aviv. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, near the Harkon River. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So okay, there I was okay. taken by one of my friend and at that time I had nothing except passport in my hand. So I was taken there and you know because since I was new to the country and I had a flu, fever, cold, cough. So everybody was uh, afraid of me in coming close to me like to like today you know whenever you cough mm. normal cough will uh, make a run 100 people away. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah yeah. I was isolated there and nobody was there and uh, I think for 30 days I was in hospital without any food because the food of Israel for me was like you know I was very strange to see the food here because the way we were habituated to eat in my place was very different so it will take time and and that time I was very sick you know so I think in 30, till 30 days I was in saline water in the hospital i could not drink water also at that time so even though i was in bed i have nothing no option except to cry in the bed and sleep because my yeah, so you are on glucose saline yeah, yeah the time okay so my dream when i come to israel was to give good life to my parents in their old age this is my biggest dream and second dream was to help and do something for the welfare of the community of my people so this to dream i was dreaming on the bed and i was only the tears was falling from my eyes and i had phone with the sim card but no balance i could not contact my parents i was contactless for 30 days with my parents as well and in so you were in hospital yeah in hospital and you were out with everyone yeah and in 30 days what happened you know uh, that time i realized that uh, you know something is missing in israel because a lot of gorkhas community from india is here in Israel. A lot of Indians is Israel. Let's uh, not talk about work community, but a lot of Indians are here working. But even not even a single day, somebody came to me and asked, uh, "Do you want to eat uh, Indian food, or do you want? Uh, are you feeling okay?" Nobody. I have. Uh, I was, you know, totally bankrupt at that time. No money, nothing except the passport. So, uh, and even I didn't have insurance as well. So. Uh, then uh, what I decided, even though I was in the bed, I was sure that I, 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 I will not come alive out of this hospital. I was sure. But then to, uh, you know, the, the feeling, the feeling from inside told me that I have to do something for my parents because I am the only son. So in 30 days, every time doctor came to visit me and uh, I said to my doctor that, uh, doctor, please, I want to go home, please. Uh, uh, do something I want to go I want to go out of this hospital I want to work for my parents 
so so many doctors came they took my body temperature everything it every time it was above 38 and so they were not you know they were not uh, agreeing to uh, give me uh, you know they they were not agreeing to uh, leave me from the hospital so uh, i decided one day uh, i decided one day that uh, they were uh, distributing the foods to all different patients so what i did is they left some uh, tray uh, with full of uh, boiled eggs so what i did you know i woke up i uh, took two three eggs i put salt on it and i ate it and i feel like uh, i can talk at that time when the doctor visit uh, at that time and he uh, so i requested him several times i have to work here because i have lot of loans i pay 10000 dollar to come here so finally the doctor agreed and they gave me some prescriptions to visit a uh, family uh, to personal uh, private doctor and finally i see a huge amount of bill there you know because i don't have insurance i don't have money and i saw a huge amount of uh, bill at the end i have to pay that how to pay and you know what amazes me is like i know nobody in israel uh, i don't know those doctors i don't have any bigger links with uh, israelis but then to i just requested the doctor that on humanitarian ground if you can leave me because i don't have any money in my pocket i will work it and every month i will pay all the bills i i don't know what does them or what did they do but they you know without a single penny or without a single agreement they released me from the hospital that was a biggest thing in my life in israel and i was shocked uh, by seeing such a humanitarian uh, on the humanitarian ground they released me I was really shocked and I was really touched. And uh, I came to my place and slowly slowly I was uh, you know uh, recovering from my health. And what I planned now is that you know I imagine myself see I'm sick in Israel. I have a lot of my uh, communities and a lot of Indian friends in Israel but see at the time of need nobody came forward to help me. So uh, I thought you know if one Indian would have come to me and would have Uh, offered me indian food maybe i i would not have stayed 30 days in hospital so now that passed me very hard i was sick and moved so i decided okay i will do something so that nobody in future like me will stay in hospital for 30 days without food without money somebody has to be there to speak and to support to give moral support so i came here and i I uh, try to connect with all those peoples whoever uh, are from India so I try to connect and I try to uh, make a meeting every week with all the people so finally uh, I'm running one NGO here in Indian Gurkhas Kaman Israel so I uh, we are we are like now we are like parents of all the uh, migrant workers no I, I will not say all but uh, to most of uh, our peoples from Nepal to peoples from India we are like parents you know whenever they are uh, in a problem or whenever they are in a trouble they always come and seek us the help and whenever like me if i hear somebody is in the hospital we will never have done him or her alone there me myself or some of our staff every day we go and visit them and we will support in every way in like in financial way or any way they want they need we will do it so this way i was able to run angel in israel a big applaud for you thank that you that's so amazing and how do i say it does me too because i can understand like you were in a situation where you felt a sense of helplessness and you ensured that you gave your best to ensure that there shouldn't be one more person in that case 
uh, that there should be an organization to take care of such a situation or such a need of an individual thank you and uh, jyoti like uh, as i dreamed of uh, you know uh, teaching uh, maybe i will seek somewhere that i can teach in israel uh, that was my dream but it didn't come true but the second part that i will do something for the welfare of my people and i am proud to say that uh, even a day to day every single day i do help and support and advise hundreds of our peoples in israel so this uh, and uh, even though you know my first dream to uh, teach uh, in a teaching career was not successful but then to i have Uh, I do online mathematics teaching in uh, my YouTube channel, and my YouTube channel name is Learn Mathematics. So I'm doing my okay. best, you know. Yeah, in spite of my busy schedule. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Free amount of time I do get, so I invest my time on that channel, uh, Learn Mathematics Online. So I do my mathematics videos. Uh, I do solve different types of problems for secondary level, higher secondary level on that YouTube channel, so that peoples around the world can get benefit uh, from that channel. So all audiences this is Narin Lungeli's mathematics learning channel and you all can go on it and i would say that just see a few videos and maybe learn a few things about mathematics that we might have forgotten from our school Narin can you just tell a bit more about your youtube channel to our audience Yeah yeah my youtube channel name is learn mathematics online so uh, i've been doing videos learn mathematics online i've been doing videos uh, in uh, different categories a secondary is there and still it is uh, you know it is like uh, it is a new channel and i'm uh, growing it so i have uh, specified in three categories one will be for secondary level and another one will be for secondary another one will be for uh, graduate level you know so for bsc for 12 and for 10th so in three sections i'll be doing mathematics online there and it's it's free to subscribe and free to watch video you know <laughs> and yeah, i would be, I would be uh, more uh, thankful if somebody uh, even uh, in a thousand viewers even if one or two gets benefited from that mm. video i would be very much uh, happy yeah yeah and the best wishes on your youtube endeavors i we hope thank that you, you succeed well and the channel goes big thank you very much yeah. so once you got out of the hospital and yeah. you started work So how did it go after that? Ah, so once I was in, uh, I got it. Uh, I released from the hospital. Uh, I think it took me more than uh, two weeks to recover because you know, I was in such a weak state that I could not walk a distance properly. I need something, some support to walk. So uh, slowly uh, I recovered. Uh, I ate uh, the food uh, what I wanted, and I put myself in the apartment. So I did some. Uh, I cooked. Uh, the food i like to uh, recover as soon yeah yeah just a second so what which year was this we are talking was, about 2011 yeah it was in the year 2011 okay and your apartment was in which place it was in tel aviv uh, or yeah it was in tel aviv yeah it was in tel aviv okay so okay, uh, in israel okay. yeah i recovered myself and few of my uh, few of my friends they supplied me with the foods because at that time i was totally uh, you know i don't have money at that time without passport so finally uh, i got into the job and i worked there and uh, slowly slowly uh, i you know i i fulfilled my objectives first my objective as i told you i tried to connect uh, my communities in israel i connected 
uh, I went to the masses through social media or physical. I went. I hold meeting in different places. So now we are a pretty much a strong organization, and we have uh, more than thirty uh, thousand follower in our organization. So, so now, uh, and uh, let me say you one thing. Like uh, uh, as I told you, you know, on humanitarian ground, I was released from the hospital without any cost. That was big. Uh, you know big uh, heart of israel that uh, we for 30 days i was on the treatment and the bill was uh, you know in a peak that i couldn't pay even though i worked 10 years in israel so uh, you know so that make me learn something also now maybe 2 3 years ago uh, one of our friend was uh, he met an accident and he was in the hospital and he uh, unfortunately he didn't have insurance as well So I think his bill was around sixty uh, k to one hundred k. I think in between that. So you know, ah, uh, shekels or dollars, yeah, shekels. So uh, okay. I think uh, you know at that time I went and I went to uh, Tel Aviv Hospital and I talked with the department concerned there and I talked about uh, this humanitarian ground where how I was released at that time. So it it did work, you know, it worked and. Uh, he was out of the hospital without any charge and okay. and it was you know i hear this type of uh, things very rare in israel so it happened it you know and uh, uh, i was admitted in that hospital i learned something and that experience i use it and my community some of my community's friends they are getting benefit from this and when uh, so you said something like 10 years so it took you 10 years to pay your initial bill your hospital I mean, bill i mean uh, the amount for uh, the, the the total amount that i stayed in hospital for 30 days was quite big amount you know i cannot imagine mm-hmm. and that time i was just in israel with the passport and without anything mm-hmm. so at the mm-hmm. to have a bill of that amount is like i cannot imagine yeah. when i pay this Yeah. So yeah. I had responsibilities of my family, of my future. Mm. On top of that, a huge amount of bill. The very first day when I come to Israel, I was in the hospital. It shocked me. But I really uh, appreciate uh, the hospital department that on humanitarian ground also they do work. You know, they do work. Mm, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, so you are finally able to pay that bill, right? No, no. Actually, yeah, I I made an agreement to them that uh, I don't have any money right now. Maybe uh, let's make an agreement that in future I will do the work okay. on the money, yeah. pay the money. But they don't okay, wow. agree to me, and they release me for nothing. You know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it shows that they had a human heart yeah, in them. It's very big, very yeah. big, and yeah. I still cannot forget that uh, incident that yeah. he didn't charge me anything out of a big amount. Yeah, such in, yeah, such incidents like repose of faith in humanity. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. There are big yeah. people around the world. Yeah. Yes. So uh, once you came out, then you worked and you established your NGO. So how much time did it take to take for you to establish an NGO? How did you understand? the bureaucracy of israel like how to establish an ngo ah. how did you figure that all out ah okay so uh, you know it was quite difficult you know to convince the people because most of the people uh, you know those migrant workers their mentality is in such a way that they are for few years in israel so why do they need organization their intention their objectives and motives is to come on and return so but in those periods 
they don't know that you know so many difficulties will come so many expectation will happen so many uh, you know uh, problems do happen so i try to convince the peoples that wherever we are we have to stay united so many cases uh, in a daily basis happens sometimes uh, the family doesn't give them uh, a proper salary or sometimes they are sexually assaulted or secondly you know uh, uh, at the end of the work the amount that uh, they used to get as per the law visual they don't get that and there is no way to fight even if they have to take private law there is a huge amount of fees they have to pay to the lawyer or even they have to go to ngo cavalry they have to stand in a long queue so it's like you know those people who have these problems they only know very well what a problem is so it's it took me a lot of time you know and a lot of challenges were there so a lot of challenges were there and uh, slowly i convinced everyone even i cannot say that i have till date i have uh, convinced all those people but maximum of our people i have convinced that ngo is a must and uh, it is must and it is uh, you know helpful in every dimension for migrant workers so uh, let me share you one example you know this is a quite challenging uh, while i run my ngo i think from 2011 it took me uh, uh, 2 years just to convince and just to run a meeting and just to bring the peoples into the platform into a single platform you know it took me around 3 uh, years mm-hmm. so uh, uh, there was a big problem you know the most challenging problem of our ngo in israel and i think it is the problem of israel as well and the problem of india government as well so uh, the main thing i am going to share it's uh, quite sensitive the peoples used to be sensitive mm-hmm. but me i don't take it as sensitive i i take it uh, like uh, uh, let me explain you first uh, i think in the time of 2011 12 uh, sorry in the time of 2010 11 12 13 14 till uh, 15 and 16 from 10 to 16 there was a huge amount of uh, what do you call i don't know what exactly uh, we call it but lots of peoples lots of peoples from nepal you know because in the year 2009 or 10 mm. the israel government stopped the peoples of nepal to come to israel to enter to israel for work so so it created a difficulties in india you know how they create difficulty because uh, those uh, peoples from nepal uh, they used to enter in india and some uh, dalals you know some uh, um, uh, i don't know the particular word some yeah Outs. yeah Outs. yeah Broker. some broker Brokers, exactly yeah. some brokers from india what they do they make a link with the high official government like the gram panchayat block development police department uh, they make a connection with those uh, bureaucrats and they used to uh, produce a fake paper fake birth certificate fake voter id card everything fake and they used to make a passport and come to israel so lots of things happened okay. lots of things many and that put our youth into danger why because uh, i'll tell you one example one of my friend uh, he wanted his wife to come to israel so when they went to embassy for the interview and the embassy found that on this name on this address already somebody is walking in israel see the difference so wow. and that women supposed to wow. get arrested there oh. and because in the eye of embassy there this uh, the origin the, the the original resident of india was fraud in front of the government you know because somebody already faked mm. her documents and already walking in israel so 
Okay, so she basically stole her identity and yeah, so she, many hundreds and thousands of cases wow. happened that time. Moreover, three thousand, okay. more than three thousand uh, such people are in, uh, working in Israel. So uh, I don't want to uh, mm. uh, put uh, uh, those people who made the password and companies. I don't want to put them, in but yeah, I want yeah. to system you know the break the system so uh, uh, all our youths they are also unemployed and how they are putting my uh, indians there i will explain you uh, slowly so what happened i noticed it in the year 2012 so, uh, so you know, because since uh, i cannot just ignore because i being the uh, community leader of israel i cannot just ignore i see our people's getting failed in the interview not getting visa whereas those people who are faking all the documents fabric with fabric, they are coming israel very slowly very easily and this was a big problem even i don't know uh, what our ivs divs and intelligence bureau were doing are coming so in the year 2012 i noticed and a lot of complaints from delhi used to come you know a lot of our people because they have uh, some expectation to me a lot of people used to say narayan please do something because we will be in a problem because uh, in such a way if all those people fake the documents and enter israel then where do we go we don't have any chances and you know in the 2012 i was into this investigation through this indian gorkhas company israel so just to collect the evidence you know because without evidence nothing is going to happen because if i even if i say if i cry in front of the embassy in front of the police department not nobody is going to hear me so from the year 2012 i was uh, uh, investigating and i got lot of documents at till the end of uh, 2016 i got lot of evidence so you know then i decided to break this system it was quite risky you know it was quite risky and lot of people uh, i my life can be in danger because lot of uh, smugglers lot of big shots lot of uh, you know uh, people with lot of uh, powers criminals they were uh, on the system so it was quite risky. so even though i didn't take care of anything such called risk so what i did but uh, i have soft hearted for those people who already fake the documents and came to israel so i decided to uh, make a you know a, a press conference because i don't know who is involved because if i go straight away to the police department maybe this uh, my uh, you know this uh, the thing what we are investigating may get exposed and the culprits may run away so what i did just to give a higher pressure i just uh, plan to make a big press conference to break the system so i plan to make it in israel you know i plan to make it in israel but i could not do so because if i would have made in israel then those people who already came to israel would be in problem so i went to india to do this in the year 2016 i went to india i make a big press conference with i threw the evidence on the table in front of the medias and right away uh, i i got the call from a big uh, you know uh, like a uh, big officer from the police uh, they called me and i went there and i gave all the evidences and uh, lots of people uh, involved were arrested and some people uh, police were suspended some government officers were suspended even the case is running till now and i have to uh, pay a visit to the court but uh, due to some reason i am not able to uh, go there physically but the case is running on still so from that time on from there is a huge degrees of such uh, Uh, uh you know uh, making fake documents so uh, what problem i faced at that time i was you know i was uh, i got lot of life threatened messages 
and I was threatened. You know, in Israel, it was tough time for Indian Gurkhas Company Israel. At that time, I was threatened everywhere. I was threatened okay. to be killed. I was threatened to be beaten. So all you know, I felt like all the world is in one side, and the other side I am alone. So all those Nepal peoples, they were targeting me. All those uh, Indian peoples who were involved, they were targeting me. So in India, I got protection mm. from the police. In India, I got protection from the police. But once I live in India, mm. even the police, uh, because they have the reports, you know, internal reports, they say me that none, be careful at the time. So I came to Israel, and uh, I think I a uh, uh, lot of blames were there. You know, a lot of peoples wanted to. Uh, Uh, shut my mouth on this issue, but I didn't. Finally, I succeeded, and uh, in, I think in a very few numbers, the peoples are doing still my area. Like wherever uh, I belong to, nobody does that kind of things nowadays because all those involved were are in the jail now. So this is a big challenge, you know. When I come to Israel, since I was doing for the welfare of the Indian peoples, for our community, so that nobody people fake your document and come to Israel. So, to avoid this situation, I fought with all those peoples, and finally, I won it. And so, I'm in a good track now. So, uh, at that time, uh, actually, you know, uh, to those peoples who are faking the documents, I am doing uh, good for them also because you know nowadays they they are, they are understanding what I I did that time because that time they thought that I am uh, blocking their way to uh, earn the money. I am blocking their way to uh, make their career. But now they are realizing because now so many people uh, who have made fake documents sometimes they lost their passport. Some their uh, some uh, some of their passports they have their expiry date over. So now it is very hard for them to renew the passport if they are lost to seek for the new passport. It is very hard because they are all on fake documents. So now they are realizing on what point I have uh, taken the action in the year 2016. I was life threatened, you know. You cannot just imagine. Every day, uh, some people want to uh, bomb my house. Some people say that I belong to this terrorist group. I will attack your house. I know where is your house. Once you hear, some people even say me. Once you land in Bengal airport, I'll chop your head. Your body will be on one side. Your head will be on one side. See, this sort of threat uh, I went through when I was working for Indian Gorkhas Company Israel. So finally, I am here. And to add one more thing, when PM Modi visited uh, Israel in the year 2016, uh, sorry, uh, 2017. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. As I have promised 20. before, yeah, before I leave my India, well, as I promised to my uh, friends and to my communities that wherever I am, I will help and support for the cause of Gorkhaland mm-hmm. movement or for the cause of our community. So when Modi mm-hmm. uh, came here, at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was planning to demonstrate uh, our uh, demands in front of him. So I was planning. I was planning social media. I was doing live. I was sharing my videos so that uh, our peoples will gather and uh, put our uh, in front of uh, Modi's prime minister because this was our golden opportunity to uh, face the prime minister. So at that time, uh, what happened? You know, uh, I don't know how, but I I know that uh, Israel is a very strong country and. Uh, even the smallest and the smallest information they do have. Mm. So I was arrested in uh, Israel uh, in the year 2017, and I was taken to jail. Yeah, I was taken to jail. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but I'm happy that I went to jail because I went to jail. I think this is in the history. In I think this is in the 
history of uh, gorkhas that for the movement that is going on in india in my particular region i am arrested in the foreign land <laughs> yeah. yeah it's funny it's a bit funny i understand the yeah. graveness and the seriousness of the issue but at the end of it yeah, it's a bit funny like no, you because, in israel yeah. which is nothing Maybe to do with israel thought that we are going to uh, do <laughs> some problem but uh, uh, because i was you know uh, through your interview i would like to uh, uh, remind our prime minister narendra modi ji he is a potential leader and we appreciate his work mm. and we really love to have him as our prime minister for mm. as long as he can but uh, you know his uh, his promises mm. to gorkhas has to be fulfilled because before election in the 2014 he gave a promise he have said that gorkha ka sapna mera sapna hai gorkha's dream is my dream usne bakayda bola hai he had made a statement that gorkha's dream is my dream and so gorkha's ka dream sabko malum hai everybody knows that gorkha's dream is a separate state gorkha land and we want to get separated from west bengal and we want to be a part of india and we want to make india a strong nation so This is our dream, and through your interview, uh, I would like to say, Narendra Modi, Mr. Prime Minister, a lot of expectation on him, and he has made mm. promise. And even uh, uh, in the last election, he has put in his election uh, manifesto that he, he and his party will be working for the permanent political solution of uh, Gorkhas. So, permanent political solution is Gorkhaland. So, our solution is on Gorkhaland. So, I would like to appeal for him because for that cause, you know. In the year 2017, I went to yeah, jail. Not only that, yeah, group, yeah. I take this as a big achievement yeah. because for my community, as I have promised before I left my place in the year 2011, I told them that wherever I am, I will do and I will do my best for my community and for Gorkhaland. And I did that, and I proved. And I am happy that I was in the jail. Nothing, not for any other issues. For my is uh, long pending issues. I'm in the. I was in the jail. I'm very happy. and so this was the story you know quite funny and also let me add you i think uh, yeah. indian gorkhas company israel is only the ngo is a non political organization who took this issue into uh, international level uh, let me explain how i think uh, there is hares hares i think I, 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 if i am not mistaken then there is english channel in israel hares something Har- no no i24 Yeah. Yeah, Haritz. Yeah, the newspaper. The newspaper Haritz. Yeah. So on this channel, see, those reporters they came to cover the uh, you know the historical moment of both Israel and India at that time. But we dragged in their attention. We dragged their attention mm. because we had a lot of play catch for or Gurkhas. We dragged their attention, and finally they took uh, our interview, and that interview for Gurkhaland and the history of Gurkhas in India was published in their uh, channel. You know. so it's quite yeah the local issues wow, the i24 came to uh, uh, you know international issue yeah. because so, of simple organization so yeah. yeah and so i believe that video might now be available on the uh, no video channel, yeah video i don't have the link right video. now but uh, those link the reporter he said me about the the post mm. our pictures and our demands uh, to the all the articles in their uh, mm. channel uh, in their channel online uh, channel it i think i have i have to check it out okay okay asha hmm so avan 2017 happened yeah. 
and when you came out of jail so after that what uh, is what has been your well, journey after that so now it's still it's still there is a uh, there is a, you know uh, uh, still a movement is on movement is on and we uh, in the year 2017 mm-hmm. there was a, you know a brutal killing from the west bengal government to those people who are demanding uh, separation from west bengal and uh, we are demanding 38 state of uh, india and a lot of people killed my brothers and sisters uh, gurkha's brothers and sisters were killed and there was a strike going on and uh, we supported uh, in every way we uh, financially we supported them uh, for foods and ration we supported from israel and after that after that again uh, we are back to our normal life in israel and we did uh, every day as i told you every day uh, minimum uh 90 to 100 cases uh, we deal with every day in israel so we are quite busy in solving the problems uh, for those people uh, working in israel irrespective of the you know it's not that we only help indian peoples we do extend help to nepal peoples we do extend help to philippines mm-hmm. even uh, uzbekistan a uh, lot of people they do come to us and whatever we know whatever sources we have we do help them because we every time try to keep a good relationship with indian embassy or with lawyers immigration lawyers and we have a good relationship with kablavet so we connect all those uh, bureaucrats so that through them we can help our peoples and we can do something good to our peoples in israel that's amazing it's really nice to hear that you are not just taking care of the people yeah. from india but also the people from other countries who might need any help or yeah. can be helped by you in some ways and means that's so amazing to listen to and so how does your day go about so you wake up every day and you just go to your office and uh, yeah yeah uh, usually uh, i woke up uh, in the morning and uh, uh, i go my work after my work i come and i go to uh, gym and uh, yeah it's a regular routine i go to gym and once a week i do uh, boxing i go to uh, tel aviv to have a boxing match there and usually you know just to, to keep my to keep maintain myself uh, so i do uh, boxing gym so this is my regular routine and in my free times uh, whenever i get time i go to a youtube channel to do some uh, mathematics on there and also my next hobby is to you know i recently started that i like to uh, share stories of israel and i have uh, again started my uh, youtube channel and uh, actually my intention is not to uh, earn money like a uh, big youtubers do but my intention is to capture all those things where i have visited or i want to show to the world whoever want to know about israel, whoever want to visit israel through my channel i'm my best to portray israel in the best i can so my channel name Yeah in fact yeah. this was going to be my next question as well. Ah, go okay. on. So my channel name that. is Indian yeah, Gorkhas in Israel because everywhere I try to put uh, the word Gorkhas because uh, as I told you till date even uh, after a mm-hmm. lot of sacrifice to free India mm-hmm. from the Britisher hands even Gorkhas are in the borders now the peoples in India they sleep in peace because the border mm-hmm. in the borders Gorkhas are uh, mm-hmm. safeguarding them from the terrorists. so those gorkhas who are every day giving their life yeah. uh, to safeguard the nation these gorkhas are still uh, fighting for the justice so 
until uh, uh, until uh, we do gorkhas don't get any justice from the government of india so the word gorkhas i always prefer to put uh, it uh, on any uh, on the name behind me you know so i have started youtube channel indian gorkhas in israel mm, yes, so uh, uh, i i'm trying to portray the best i can so wherever i go even uh, you know because lots of people lots of people's dreams to come to israel they want to see israel because israel is uh, one of the most uh, i cannot uh, it's like uh, the place where every people wants to come and visit it's uh, you know a lot of uh, uh, we call it holy land so people's uh, in a religious tour people wants to make it a lot yeah. of things to see here and learn from here and so i portray uh, and i show to the world that how it looks like uh, what you can where you can come and visit so i'm doing my best if i cannot say i'm perfect but i'm trying every day i'm learning something you know so yeah hmm Yeah, for instance, I was go. The question I was going to ask is, how much do you travel in Israel? And ah, that's traveling, what said, like, yeah, yeah. Is, I, I uh, like. My next yeah. question would have been that. that long yeah, do you go to the Negev? Do you go to yeah, Kinnah yeah. Park in the down south? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see the book here. Yeah, okay. uh, I, uh, I uh, once a week. I yeah, uh, especially Sunday. I make a regular routine for traveling, and I have. Uh, till they traveled uh, almost all the uh, parts of israel so uh, in the north south i have traveled everywhere mm. uh, so to name it it will be a long list but i have traveled everywhere and mm. I, i'm trying my best to uh, yeah. again you know i'm trying my best to capture it all in a video and again put it in my youtube channel so that uh, people's interested to visit israel can see it and can uh, figure it out how it looks like when they really comes to israel Yeah. So all our viewers listeners Garden Mungeli has our one more channel it's about traveling in Israel which he does on every Sunday uh, Indian Gorkhas in Israel. Yeah so guys anyone who wants to watch Israel and see it or you're planning to go to Israel so you can get a good idea of everything by going to Mr. Narendra Mungeli's channel it's called Indian Gorkhas in Israel. So, Naranso, Mr. Naranso, when you are traveling, which is your favorite place in Israel? Like some people would say, is the ah, my favorite. Zone. When I which travel is uh, in Israel, my favorite place is like um, uh, it's a historical places like uh, uh, I don't uh, remember exactly name, but uh, only those historical places. You know, like uh, uh, I went to that Sidi uh, Bukhar also mm-hmm. to see the uh, first uh, president of. Uh, Israel I Ben Gurion yeah I visited his place there Ben-Gurion. and in uh, uh, Tel Aviv also I visited both of his house and uh, there is one uh, I don't exactly remember in uh, there is one uh, cave uh, there is one cave I don't know what is that there is lot of uh, stalactites and stalagmites there it's uh, mil- yeah the colorful lights there there is colorful lights yeah and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. The name I cannot uh, take right now. Uh, and uh, also, um, there is uh, one uh, like Ilat, Dead Sea. You know, I, 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 I enjoy uh, going to the sea, Ilat, and the yeah. historical places, and also the religious places like in Jerusalem, uh, Western Wall. Uh, 
Jacob Tomb. There are a lot of places, mm. and mostly I prefer uh, historical places because uh, I don't know. Uh, I whenever I visit mm. some historical places, I am really very much uh, lost in that place. So historical places and lots of historical places in Israel, and I do prefer uh, to name it. It's uh, uh, right now I could not, but maybe in coming days I will name all the list. Historical uh, the list of. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah, yeah. you can have Indeed, it on your sure. YouTube channel Indeed. as well. Indian Gokhas as well. Your favorite places. Yeah. So, and when you are done with all this, and when you come back home, so are you like married? Do you have like family? Uh, sorry, or... once again. Yeah, yeah. So you have got such an active life. Uh, it traverses politics, social. Work, even your teaching work, yeah. and your traveling, yeah. and you do so much active work, and you're active in and in India. So, with all this going on, do you have any time for like, like you must be visiting your parents in India? But uh, no, no, actually, uh, like, uh, I don't have do family have in uh, Israel, but uh, I'm married. But uh, uh, I'm uh, a single father with uh, two son in India, and uh, they are. They are with uh, my parents and okay, wow. they are uh, seeking for the education. Uh, so I'm a single father. I got uh, divorced in the year 2010. In the year 2010, due to some reasons, yes. Okay. So your so your kids right now? Uh, no, but uh, uh, they don't. But uh, I'm planning children? for them to come. Uh, not only my kids. Uh, for my parents also, so I'm fixing something so that uh, they can come visit Israel and yeah, it's 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 my future plan. Yeah. Yeah, of course, amazing. Okay, I, thank I you. I look forward to see them maybe on your YouTube channel where you might introduce them. Yeah, uh, yeah, amazing. And so right now, today we are in 2019. What are your plans? Ah, the, the next. Uh, so uh, right now. Uh, my plans are uh, like uh, in Israel. Uh, I have thought of uh, actually uh, to. Okay, let me tell you. <laughs> there are some things which are not to be exposed, but then to let me give some in. Uh, so I have planned in Israel to establish some of uh, 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 my own business here. So in coming days, I'm working hard for it, and I'm. Fixing so many things for it, so maybe, maybe in a year or in a in a year or two, uh, I'll come up with some business plans in Israel. So I have I planned something, you know. Uh, yeah, even though uh, I have a lot of uh, scopes to go out of Israel, but I have stick to Israel because I have some uh, good business plans mm. in Israel in the coming days. Yeah. Mm. That's so nice to hear. Do you also travel to the neighboring countries like Egypt? Uh, no, 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 not yet. Uh, I have not uh, traveled to any other countries from Israel. Uh, so maybe in coming days, uh, I will do it, and definitely I'll share it when I do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course, of course. We look forward to watching it on your channel. So uh, now I think we are coming almost towards the end of our podcast. 
is there anything that you would like to share to with our listeners or tell to our listeners in general maybe tell your family some message ah, okay so uh, first of all uh, i would like to thank uh, mr jyoti and uh, you gave me an opportunity to talk with the world i i, I must say to the world and uh, to those uh, viewers of mr jyoti uh, i would like to say uh, you know uh, how much we are busy with our life whatever profession we are involved in but uh, i think uh, uh, you know uh, we see now in this uh, world lot of uh, uh, you know tussles between religions lot of tussles between political parties craze cra- uh, creed sects so uh, i think in my opinion uh, humanity is the best uh, of all you know humanity is the best of all uh, so humanity should be kept alive you know humanity should be kept alive and this uh, the word humanity though it sounds small but uh, this is only the major tool to keep maintain peace and harmony uh, throughout the world and i do hope uh, uh, you may you may not uh, agree with me but uh, my opinion is uh, humanity is above all of, of all the uh, religion so uh yeah, yeah. Uh, so thank you very much once again and yeah. uh, it was unexpected that i could uh, talk so long with uh, mr ranjan in a channel and uh, maybe this is my first time that i am talking with uh, jyoti maybe in coming days if i get uh, opportunity i will definitely uh, share more about me myself my struggle and i hope uh, you know out of your thousands and thousands of listeners of even one listener can get uh, uh, encouraged from me or one uh, out of my so many stories even one story can change their life then i would uh, think myself uh, you know my life a successful one hmm. yeah we also look forward to listen more from you and learn much more about you and i fully agree with you on that point that humanity yeah. is of course above all religions creeds and all things that how do you say separate humans yeah. but humanity is something that unites all humans and i'm glad to be talking to you from far <laughs> away you. israel far away from india and it's so great to listen to your fascinating story of your journey of how you went there and yeah. you faced difficulties on the very first day yeah. but that didn't lead you to come back you stood your ground you stood you fought and you are there today and you are today successful mm-hmm. and you are you are how do i say you are today well known people know you from media people know you that you are there in israel and there is an amazing ngo called indian focus company and i wish thank you thank you jyoti thank you very much and uh, i wish you uh, good luck uh, for your future as well yeah thank you yeah. yeah so all our listeners let's thank mr naran lungeli and i hope you had a great time listening to his story Thank you.